This episode is supported by Earn In. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn now can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Super, super easy to use. You just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then you can access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. So the app is free. You can leave a tip if you want. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So here's the thing. Sometimes getting close to your next paycheck, next pay period, and you realize, oh gosh, like paycheck doesn't come until next Friday, but we have this event that we need to attend this weekend and we need money for it. Or we have to buy a gift for someone. Or, oh my gosh, like my kid tore through their shoes and now we have to buy new shoes this weekend and the money's not in the bank yet. So Earning can help you access the money you've already earned at work by giving you this little bit of money in advance. So make Earnin part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security, and it gives me a lot of peace of mind. So for our listeners, all you need to do is download Earnin today. It's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, and you can download it in Google Play or the Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Shameless Mom under podcast when you sign up. So there'll be a little place where you can, where it says, what podcast did you hear about them on? Type in Shameless Mom under podcast. This helps to show support for our show and our advertisers. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank, and subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean, and I'm here to give you and other passionate, dedicated moms the tools you need to bridge the gap between motherhood and living the life of your dreams. I'm also here to help you be a little more shameless every day. Because if you aren't building a life you're extraordinarily proud of, what kind of legacy are you building? So let's dive in. Hello, shameless moms. So happy to be here with you today. I am one day out from going on a girl's trip. I'm going to Austin tomorrow. It's supposed to be 90 degrees and thunderstorms the whole time I'm there. So how's that for a mommy vacation? (laughs) I'm looking forward to getting away. It occurred to me that this is probably the first time I haven't planned my own vacation maybe ever in my life. I mean, like since my mom planned things for our family when I was really, really little. But yeah, I'm going for my friend's 40th birthday and I was feeling a little anxious about things the other day. And I was like, I think I'm feeling anxious because I'm not in charge of this. And I'm used to being in charge of everything. I mean, I'm definitely used to being in charge of vacations. I actually really love planning vacations. So for this, it was just like, buy a plane ticket, meet us at this hotel and it'll be really fun. But like I said, I'm used to being the boss and I'm not the boss in this situation. So I'll have to report back and let you know how that goes. It'll be fun though. It's going to be with a really great group of girls. And even in thunderstorms, I think we'll be able to have a great time. And I've never been to Austin. I've been to Texas, but not to Austin. I've heard it's really cool, especially for people like Seattleites who I've heard there's some similarities between the cities. So I'm excited to check all that stuff out. I've heard there's really good food. So I figure if it's really horrible weather, we'll just eat the whole time. No big deal. All right. So today's episode, how to GSD. Do you know what that means? I'm going to teach you. Okay. So the PG version of this is GSD stands for get stuff done. So we're going to be talking about how to get stuff done today. The R version of this is how to get shit done, which is how I was originally presented with this concept. So one of my business mentors a number of years ago taught me this concept of GSD. 
And it's something that's really stuck with me. I've actually seen it used in a lot of different contexts now, but it's something that is definitely stuck with me. And it really hit me after Vinny was born because my time was so limited and was definitely not my own. And I used to work 12, 14 hours a day and just kind of piddle my way through things and be like, oh, I'll do a little bit of this and I'll do a little bit of that. And then after he was born, I was like, oh my gosh, like I only have time to do a few things for work every day. And I so I only can afford to do the things that are going to move my business forward and make sure that I continue to grow and be profitable and be able to like pay my overhead. So that's been a really big focus of mine that like every day when I feel like my time is limited, I have to cut out everything except for the things that will move me forward. And that's most days like my time is really limited now, especially with the addition of this podcast. I have to be really tight with my time. So I make sure that every choice I make in how I do something is I'm very conscious of the fact that this has to be something that is meaningful and productive for me and that it's taking me closer to a goal. The other thing is that I'm also acutely aware that every time I say yes to something, I'm saying no to something else. So if I say yes to taking a nap, nothing bad about that, but I'm saying no to a lot of things that could get done during that nap time. Sometimes that is totally worth it. There are times when I need to like sit down and close my eyes for 10 minutes. Totally fine. If I say yes to answering emails, that means I'm saying no to doing other things like maybe building a new program for the gym or recording podcasts. Email is not high priority for me because of that reason. And I hope email is not high priority for you. No matter what your role is, email should not be the biggest priority in your day. I think that we get kind of confused about our allegiance to email and it's a little bit overwhelming and we let it be overwhelming. And so we need to step away from that. So just be aware that every time you say yes to one thing, you're saying no to a bunch of other things. So make sure you're saying yes to the things that really, really matter. And then say no to the things that you don't want to do that don't matter, that don't move you forward, that don't have meaning to you, that don't serve you or your family. It is completely okay. And we talked a lot about that in another episode recently, just being okay with saying no and that no is a complete sentence. You don't have to give a reason for why you don't want to be on the PTA. Just no thanks. Or, you know, thanks for thinking of me, but the timing's not great. You don't need to go into like, I'm super guilty of like, let me send you 17 reasons why I can't do this right now, which only makes me seem like I feel like I'm really important, which I'm really not. So just a no is fine. (laughs) So I'm working on being much more concise with that. So, okay, a few ways to GSD a little bit better. The way I see many women GSD is that we have these lists of like 40 things to do. And we start our list off with like, wake up, get out of bed brush teeth, work out, check email, eat breakfast, take a shower. There's all these really insignificant things on our list, right? I'm kind of exaggerating with a lot of those things, but you know what I mean? We put these things on our list that like are going to happen no matter what. So things like grocery shopping, like that's going to happen. Doing the laundry, it's going to happen. Vacuuming, it's going to happen. Or maybe it doesn't even matter if it doesn't happen. Like what happens if you don't vacuum? Not really anything. If you're like me, you have a little more dog hair on the floor. So we have cleaners come in every other week. We really need to do a vacuum in between when the cleaners come. And sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't. But you know what? I always make sure that if I say yes to vacuuming, I'm not saying no to something else that could be a way better use of my time. So sometimes I can tell you right now, the times when I'm most likely to vacuum on that in-between week are when we have people coming over. <laughs> I'm like, oh crap, someone's coming over. I better vacuum really quick. Because if it's just us, I'm like, oh, whatever. It's just a little dog hair. Like I would rather go do something for my business that's going to move my business forward than waste time vacuuming. 
So prioritizing the things that will move you closer to your goal become really essential. So whether that is a goal related to your work life, your home life, whatever it might be, a fitness goal, anything, you always have to prioritize the things that will move you closer to that goal and move you forward and then make them the very top of the list of things to do. Often on a list of things to do, we put kind of all the piddly stuff. And then at the bottom, we put like the really big, huge, scary stuff or the stuff that creates anxiety. Okay. If you are guilty of doing that, just X out the top like three-fourths of your list because your list should only consist of those things that are a little bit scary, those things that you know you really need to do, but you really don't want to. That should be your entire list. Your list should not be 47 things, 37 of which are going to happen no matter what because you have to have them happen in order for like your family to exist. Your list should be those three to five things that are going to make your life better or make your family's life better or get you closer to a goal, improve your financial situation, improve the quality of your life in some way. So don't get bogged down in the little piddly things that just waste time. And not that they're a waste of time, but they take up a lot of time that could be used for the things that move forward. That said, we often hold off on those bigger things that are a little scarier because we aren't quite sure how to go about them. We're not quite sure if it's the quote unquote right time yet. We're, we maybe have some anxiety because they're big daunting tasks those kinds of things, you need to bump them to the top and you need to bump them to the top quickly because the more you think about them, the longer it's going to take you to get to them. And this was really true for me when I first set out to set up an online business a few years ago. I think it was like 2010. I was given this like three month time limit. I was in a mastermind group. I show up at the mastermind group and they're like, okay, between now and the next time I meet, you need to have like this product completed. You need to have it up online, all this stuff. And I was like, oh my gosh, like you just gave me a year's worth of work to do in three months. And they were like, three months, we actually expect you to have that done by the end of the first month, but you don't have to show it to us till you show up here at this meeting again in three months. And they were like kind of laughing that I thought three months was like no time at all because they thought it was an excessive amount of time, which brings me to uh, Parkinson's law that a task will shrink or expand to fill the time available for its consumption. So if I'm told by my business coach that I need to have something done in three months, it will take me three months. If I'm told I need to have it done in one month, it will take me one month. If I'm told I need to have it done in a year, it will take me a year. So the reality of that situation is that I can get this done in any of those timeframes. And most of the things on your list, those big daunting things that you're kind of freaked out by, you can get them done in any timeframe. This episode is supported by a podcast I want to share with you called Understood Explains. So this is, show is about navigating ADHD, dyslexia, and other learning and thinking differences, which can be so confusing. And so every uh, season of the show is around a different theme. So there's a season on special education, there's a season on ADHD diagnosis for adults, and the current season is all about IEPs. I love this podcast because the episodes are 10 to 15 minutes long. So if you are short on time or short on focus, you can take this content in super quickly, easily. It's very digestible. And the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Urtube. So Juliana talks all about how to navigate educational plans, IEPs. She talks about the differences between IEPs and 504 plans. She really breaks things down in a really clear and simple way so that you have some of those questions that you might be thinking around, like, does this pertain to my child? Is this something I need to be looking into? Like, where do we go from here? Where do I go if I have questions? Juliana has you covered. She explains so many different things and so many different little pieces and nuance of IEPs and special education and different things on Understood Explains. So I want you to go check it out wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can go listen to Understood Explains. Just go into your podcast app, do a search for Understood Explains, and it will pop right up. Click on it, pick your episode, and get the answers that you've been looking for and the support that you need around different learning differences and differences in school.
This episode is supported by Active Skin Repair. Active Skin Repair is a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. I just randomly... Vinny was having a toe skin irritation issue and he ended up having this like skin that was really irritating him and it was getting kind of like icky and you know like when kids start to get like little scabs and scratches and then they want to pick at it and it was getting worse and so active skin repair showed up on my doorstep as a result of the sponsorship and I got to put it to use immediately and I got the ointment formula or the like ointment formulation and then also the spray and the spray was perfect so Vinny does not like ointmenty creamy lotiony things on his body but I was able to get out the spray literally took it out of the packaging the day it arrived put it on his toe before he went to bed and the next morning he was like mom my toe's all better. It was literally like this super amazing cure that helped his toes so quickly. So you can use active skin repair on a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, other types of skin damage. It's totally safe, non-toxic, suitable on all types of skin, even parts of the body where you might have rosacea or eczema or have acne prone skin. This is also safe for the youngest members of your family up to the oldest. So now you have one simple solution for your family's skin health needs. With over 500 thousand happy customers and thousands of five-star reviews and super safe and clean ingredients active skin repair is something that you want to have on hand for your family so to get your own active skin repair go to activeskinrepair.com to learn more about active skin repair and get 20 percent off your order when you use the code shameless that's activeskinrepair.com use the code shameless for 20 percent off your order activeskinrepair.com code shameless that became apparent to me when I was launching the podcast and I met with a podcast coach and asked him, do you see how I use coaches a lot? I highly recommend that by the way, especially if something's unfamiliar. So I hooked up with this amazing podcasting coach, Josh, and Josh and I were working together and he started walking me through some things and he was just like, okay, by next week, here's what you need to have done. And I was like, okay, honestly, like the first thing he had me do took me a really long time. And I was like, oh my God, if he had given me like three months, it would have taken me three months. I got it done in a week because he told me I had to. And then when I sent it back to him, it was this form kind of helping me identify the direction I want the podcast going. And it had a lot of components to it. When I sent it back to him, he was like, oh my gosh, that might be like the most overly completed form I've ever seen in my life. He's like, none of my clients have ever filled it out as completely as you did. But I took it so seriously. I was like, he told me to have this done by a certain day. I'm going to like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it really well. I don't think I spent any length of time making sure that it was like perfect in terms of grammar or anything, but I went deep. Like he told me, and we need to define what you want this podcast to be about. So that's what I did. And I had to like, it took a long time because I had to really think about what do I really want? Why do I want that? What direction do I want to go? What are my core values? What are the values of the podcast? All these kinds of things that I had been kind of like bouncing between multiple different ideas, trying to figure that out. And that was kind of how like the evolution of Shameless Mom Academy began was me putting pen to paper on this assignment that I had one week to complete. I could have spent months, months and months thinking about, hmm, maybe I should do a podcast. What should it be about? Who should my listeners be? What should I name it? Should I have a website? Like all those kinds of things. He gave me no time to get into any of that or to think about like if I wanted to take route A, B, or C. He was just like, pick an idea, go with it, get started, dive in, dive deep, make sure it's something you really enjoy, but like, let's just get going. You can always tweak and adjust and pivot later. Okay, I have to add this little side note here. I just use the word pivot. Every time I use the word pivot, I think of the Friends episode with Ross and the couch and the pivot, pivot. And you know, if you're a Friends fan, you know what I'm talking about. So someone emailed me recently, a listener, and said that every time I say pivot, 
Apparently I say it a lot. She thinks of that too. So I have to give a little shout out. I cannot remember who emailed me that, but whatever listener said that, I'm right on the same page, sister. Every time I hear the word pivot, I think of Ross from Friends as well. Okay, so getting back to what we were talking about. So yes, sometimes as you dive into something, it does evolve. And sometimes you do need to pivot or adjust things accordingly. But there's no benefit in waiting and waiting and waiting to get something started. You may as well just start doing that thing. And so waiting doesn't really change anything or make it any better. Because oftentimes, it's the process of getting started that allows you to get the evolution process started as well. So it's the process of like deciding like, okay, yes, I'm going to do a podcast. What do I want the direction to be? Or yes, I'm going to go back to school for something. And now I have to do some research on what that's going to be. And in researching, you know, maybe you want to go back to school to become a nurse. And in researching that, like once you dive into that, then you'll find out like, oh, actually, I don't really want to do that. I'm looking in the wrong area. And that will help you point yourself in another direction. So you kind of have to dive in to start getting the information you need and start the information collection or the data collection to kind of then redirect yourself as needed. So sitting back and just like thinking of things in big global terms, like someday I'm going to go back to school. Someday I'm going to change careers. Like just sitting there thinking about it, all it does is keep you in that place where you're stuck and you don't have momentum behind you. So go ahead and get the ball rolling. You can always change course as needed and you'll learn a ton in the course of changing course, which is hugely valuable. So the other thing with GSD is, so first of all, you're prioritizing the things that you need to get done. You're taking all that crap off that is meaningless, the laundry, the vacuuming, like take it off, get it out of there. And then you're going to have the things that just really help you, really move you forward, really make you feel like you have momentum and direction. And that's only going to be a couple things. So I can tell you like every day on my GSD list, I have three lists, family GSD, work GSD, self-care GSD. And sometimes I only have one thing in each of those categories. Sometimes I have three things in each of those categories, but they're always things that move me closer to a goal. So they're very goal oriented. It's not checking email. It's not doing laundry. It's not cleaning the paper piles off the dining room table. I'll talk about those paper piles in a minute. So The next thing is that you're going to stop doing the things that don't move you forward. So decreasing activity in the areas like the housekeeping stuff, like to say you're not going to do laundry anymore, you will, sorry to break it to you, you still have to do some laundry, but you're going to cut down on the time spent doing those things and find ways to do them faster. I literally, you're going to laugh, I time myself when I empty the dishwasher because I used to have this big mental block about how long it took to empty the dishwasher. And now I'm like, oh my gosh, it only takes like 90 seconds. Like I can fly through that thing so fast. So other things that you can stop doing to free up time to move you forward would be decreasing social media time, decreasing TV time. I know so many people who got rid of their TV or got rid of cable and all of a sudden have been able to take on like amazing either job related things or amazing hobbies, really, really cool stuff. Like I'm not going to watch TV anymore because I'm really busy doing this other thing that's so cool. And as a family, that can be great too. Like we don't have a TV anymore. So now we play more games or now we read together or whatever the case may be. And especially like not having cable in this day and age. It's like you have access to so many other, if you're desperate for entertainment, there's so many other ways to get it with Amazon Prime and Hulu and all those other different Netflix that you're like, you're never going to be at a loss for entertainment via the internet. So then also unscheduling yourself, unscheduling yourself opens up all sorts of time. So quit the things you hate doing, quit the things that don't serve you. Like if you don't like being on the PTA, get off the PTA. If someone asks you to do something that you don't want to do, it's okay to say no. So start saying no to things like when you are asked to be part of a committee or part of an organization, if it's very meaningful to you, do it. If it's not, say no. And it recognize that every time you say yes, you're saying no to other things. So if you say yes, that you're going to be on the PTA, you're saying no 
to other things that would take up that time spot. I know a lot of women and moms who get caught up in the school auction and they're like, oh my God, it's a full-time job. Like know that if you say yes to being the co-chair of the school auction, there's a lot of other things you won't do. You will miss family time. You will be stressed out. You will miss relaxation time for months. If that's meaningful to you to do that job and serve that role, that's fine. But be okay with saying no to things that don't serve you or just recognizing like, if I say yes to this, I have to say no to 18 other things and that's not worth it for me to me right now. That's totally okay. I know that, you know, right now I'm kind of trying to decide for Vinny's activities. Like in, he's in soccer and swimming and I refuse to add a third and I know he would really do well and love gymnastics, but we're saying no to gymnastics right now because if we say yes to gymnastics, that's three activities. That's time that we are just spent shuttling my kid around and I'm not into shuttling my kid all over town for activities. Honestly, it is much more important to me that my child can hang out at home and do nothing. That is like a huge priority. I do not want an overscheduled child. So right now we're saying no to gymnastics so that we actually have time to hang out at home and do nothing. That is a priority for me. That's not a priority for everyone. Some people want their kids in activities every day. That's totally fine. That's their family's prerogative and that is relative to their family's goals. So for right now, I'm saying no to one thing because it allows me to say yes to something else. It allows me to have a child who's learning to play independently at home. He doesn't have siblings at this point. So right now he's like sitting at home playing Legos by himself while I say no to gymnastics, which is an activity that would actually help him get exercise and learn gross motor skills and those kinds of things. But it's really important to me that we have him also having some time at home. So when swimming and soccer are over, then we'll make a switch and we'll make a trade. So we'll stop doing one of those in order to add gymnastics. So that's where I have to line it up with like, what's our value system and what is our time worth? This episode is supported by AquaTrue. Having clean, safe water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four, yes, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants in their tap water. So that's why you got to check out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers have a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process. And their countertop purifiers, which is what we have, take no installation or plumbing, and they remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters. And they're specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAS, which can lead to potentially adverse health effects like cancer, endocrine system disruption, and liver toxicity, which is part of what makes AquaTrue so special, unique, and important in terms of how they are able to filter water. They also have water purifiers to fit every type of home. So like the installation-free countertop purifier that we have at our house to higher capacity under sink options. They even have Wi-Fi connected purifiers and mineral boost options. So I'm so excited about our new AquaTrue. And here's the thing. I swear it's like a gentle reminder to actually drink more water every time you walk into your kitchen. So we are drinking more water now and also more clean water. So more water that is more clean. It feels like a double win. I'm feeling pretty impressed with us. I feel like sink water, tap water becomes invisible at a certain point. And when I see the purifier on my counter, it's like many time a day reminder to like, keep drinking, keep drinking. So I want you to check out AquaTrue for yourself and for your family. AquaTrue comes with a 30 day money back guarantee and that makes it a great gift as well. Today, my listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the code SHAMELESS, S-H-A-M-E-L-E-S-S, AquaTrue.com code SHAMELESS. Are you overwhelmed by the things that get in the way of you doing what you want to do? Are you looking for ways to simplify life to better align with your values? Do you want to create space in your schedule so you have room for more of the good stuff? 
play, joy, relationships, gratitude, and more? If you answered yes to any of these questions, I invite you to check out Edit Your Life, a podcast to help you edit the unnecessary from your life so you have more room to enjoy the awesome. Through episodes with me, Christine Ko, and a range of super smart, compassionate, and thoughtful guests, you'll come away with big picture insights and practical ways to declutter your home, schedule, and mental space without getting bogged down by perfection. I have always believed that small moments and actions matter tremendously. My goal is to help you find agency and space in your life through doable baby steps that will leave you feeling accomplished instead of overwhelmed. Check out Edit Your Life wherever you enjoy your podcasts. And what is most important to us to be doing in that time. And then back to stopping the things that don't move you forward. So the last one would be look at how things like email and phone time, like those constant interrupters. How can you minimize that? So don't answer every email. Don't get stuck in email loops. When you sit down and email, you can set a goal like, I'm only gonna sit here for 10 minutes. I'm gonna set a timer. You would be amazed at how quickly you slam through emails if you set up, put a timer on yourself because you're just like, I gotta get it done. I gotta get it done. You could easily spend an hour in email, right? Probably many hours in email for a lot of us. And if you put a timer on it and be like, I'm gonna sit here for 25 minutes, that's all I got. And then you just get done what you can. And then the rest you come back and you do the next day. Okay, so instead of creating a to-do list, you're going to start creating a GSD list. So like I said, a GSD list only has a few high priority items on it. It doesn't have 47 things like a to-do list. So there's a big difference there. I like to divide my GSD list into three categories. So there's a column for family, a column for work, or a column for self-care. And so I really, throughout the week, I look through... And then the work one, I kind of have to divide into my gym. So I have my sync fitness column and then I have my shameless mom Academy column. And I actually, I'm lucky I'm in this fantastic business coaching group right now. So I have a little booklet that kind of does this for me and breaks this up, but I fill it out every Monday morning at eight o'clock. I'm on a call where I plan out my week with a bunch of other entrepreneurs and I plan out my week and I have things literally broken up just like that, like the self-care family and then my work broken up into those two categories between the two businesses. So super, super important that you have those all prioritized. And then I just have a couple things in each column in each of those items. And so usually it's more work heavy, but I always make sure that there's also some things in there identified specific to family and specific to self-care. So that's super, super important to me. So like I make sure that my meditation is in there. My workouts are in there. In the family column, I make sure that I have things that will, it's not just like family chores, it's things that will move our family forward. So it's always about like scheduling a date night, scheduling something, you know, for a vacation, planning something that we're going to do together as a family. Super, super important. Okay. The next part of how to GSD is to be okay with the incompletion of insignificant tasks. So things like the laundry sitting in laundry baskets after it's done, totally fine. Every single day for the past week, Vinny has had to go get clean underwear out of the laundry basket of clean laundry sitting outside our laundry closet because I have not had time to put his laundry away. It has been a frantic six weeks. You've heard me mention it multiple times on this podcast. And so the laundry has not been put away in a while. The laundry keeps getting done, but it doesn't get put into drawers. And so I am pulling my clothes out of my laundry basket every morning out of the clean basket. And Vinny is pulling his. I know it's making my husband insane, by the way, because when he pulls clothes out of the dryer, he does his laundry separate because he has rules around it. So he's kind of a girl about these things. So he pulls his laundry out of the dryer as soon as it's done drying. Like it can't even sit for five minutes. I would be fine leaving my laundry in the dryer and pulling it out of the dryer one piece at a time as I need it, which I have totally done when I've lived by myself. So I'm not big a fan of putting laundry away because you know what? If I'm saying yes to laundry, I'm saying a no to a lot of other things that are way more important. Same thing with having a spotless house or the paper piles. Okay, I got to tell you a quick story about the paper piles. When Vinny was a baby, 
so I've done a lot of work from our dining room table for years and years. I don't do that anymore because I have this lovely new office. We just remodeled our basement. But even when I have had offices in our home in the past, I've always used the dining room table. And it's this weird thing that I have about liking being in the middle of things. I don't like being feeling secluded. Although in recent years, since having a toddler, I enjoy being secluded and being able to close the door. So when Vinny was a baby, and at that time, especially I couldn't be secluded because I always had to have him right near me. So working from the dining room table actually made a lot of sense more than any other time that I had done it but I accumulated these paper piles all over the dining room table. So he was probably like two months old. And my husband, we've had arguments about the paper piles on the table before. And he was like, I love you, but I can't handle paper piles. And I like lost my mind because I was two months postpartum trying to keep this child alive. And I could not believe that he would ask me to deal with paper piles. And so my response was, I'm keeping the child alive and I'm keeping my business, which I had just moved across town alive and that's all I have. That's all I can do. And the paper piles might sit there until Vinny is 18 years old. Because for the next 18 years, my primary focus is going to be keeping him alive. And my secondary focus is probably going to be my business to make sure that we are like still able to be profitable as we grow and evolve in the city where it's very expensive to run a business. And so if paper piles are a deal breaker, like we can just be done because these are going to sit here, which was like not the best response. But I was super mad at him. He was super mad at me. It was definitely one of our bigger fights that we've ever had. So now in hindsight, I know that that was a very selfish response. But at the same time, I also was like, no, seriously, like I'm kind of doing everything I can to keep my sanity right now. And I can't deal with paper piles. Like don't even go there. And he apologized. Like it was a little too soon for a complaint about paper piles, given where we were at with a two month old. But that said, I don't keep paper piles on the table nearly as much as I used to. I usually have like one little pile versus like 17 piles. So I've, I've improved upon that a lot. So be okay with the incompletion of insignificant tasks. Like cleaning off the dining room table, it's never going to be a number one priority. Finishing the laundry, it's never going to be number one priority. Like I make sure my kid has clean clothes every day, but putting the laundry away, it's going to happen like 50% of the time probably because again, Every time I say yes to spending an hour to clean off the table, I'm saying no to recording a podcast or I'm saying no to all these other things. So you have to decide if your meaningless tasks are your first priority, how much longer is it going to take you to meet your goals? You might never meet them because you could make meaningless tasks your first priority all day, every day for the rest of your life. So you have to be really aware of where are you spending your time and where do you want your life moving and how do those align with each other or do they align with each other because maybe they don't. Lastly, keep in mind that done is better than perfect. So the last like key to GSD is done is better than perfect. So you have to just get the stuff done and be okay with it being 80%. It doesn't have to be 100%. If you go back and listen to episode 25 about why perfect sucks, you will see that done is much more significant than perfect. So get stuff done. Okay, with that, I have to tell you that my own little version of Parkinson's law here, that a task will shrink or expand to fill the time available for its consumption. I started this recording at 2.30 and I have to have my dog to the vet at three. So it's now 2.52. I knew going into this recording that this podcast recording would take as long as I allowed myself. So if I had given myself more time, it would have taken more time because I gave myself 23 minutes and 30 seconds at this point. That's how long it will take. So... Don't be afraid to put time limits on what you're doing. I find that, you know, on days that I give myself like four hours to record, I don't start recording until I'm three hours and 30 minutes into that time block. Today, I gave myself 20 minutes to record or 25 minutes to record, and it's going to take me like 24 and a half minutes. So 
your task will shrink or expand to fill the time that you allot for it. Keep that in mind. All right. If this episode was helpful to you, if you know you're going to be able to GSD a little bit better, please make sure to share this episode with other people. If this is your first time listening to the Shameless Mom Academy, know that we release episodes every Monday, or I'm sorry, yes, every Monday and Friday. I'm getting distracted by the clock now. So every Monday and Friday, we are here with new episodes. Subscribe on iTunes and you will get those immediately downloaded to your device so that you can get first dibs on all of our episodes. And as always, please feel free to leave us a review at shamelessmom.com forward slash review. And if you have any questions, any suggestions, any feedback, I would love to hear from you. If you have a story for me, go ahead and send it to info at shamelessmom.com. I read every single email and I love them all. And I will talk to you so soon. Have a fantastic day. And no matter what you do, make sure you do it shamelessly. If you're a parent, I invite you to join us at the Mindful Mama podcast, where it's all about becoming a less irritable, more joyful parent with sometimes hilarious and always thought-provoking experts and friends. At Mindful Mama, we know that you cannot give what you do not have. And when you have calm and peace within, then you can give it to your children. I'm Hunter Clark-Fields, and I can't wait to see you there. Listen in to the Mindful Mama podcast.